go talk about the game. Anthony Bellino from X's and Bros heard weekday mornings at 6 a.m. on the Michigan Sports Network. I know you hear him in Grand Rapids on our flagship station, 96.1 The Game. Also, Petoskey, Charlevoix to the bridge on 104.7 FM and AM 1340 The Ticket and 100.9 FM uh, The Met in Midland Bay City and Saginaw. Anthony, the in-house TV voice and face for Michigan football, does the same thing inside uh, Ford Field. So he's loving life right now. How you doing, A.B.? Oh, huge. It's always great to be on with the huge one. My mentor, how are you, my friend? Life is good. Come on, the Lions punched their ticket, won the North. Michigan is taking on Alabama in the Rose Bowl. Could life be any better right now? For a- and that does it. Uh, he did not. Uh, the huge meter, you got to put in more money if you want to get more time on air. We're doing a new thing where we have guests, kind of like parking meters, where you put in how much time you want to get on the show. AB hasn't been on in a while. I think his phone just died. I think that was. The way it it, it died and went to a dial tone, that was, that was a really, really good interview. I really enjoyed that interview. That was good. Uh, I don't, do we need to have Anthony back after how good that interview was? I don't know. Huge. Dude, I mean, come on. Does it get any better than that? How are you, my friend? I, 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 I was so excited. I just hung up on you, I guess. Yeah, I, I think, and I told him that the new thing we're doing to maximize profits, courtesy of Marty Boer and the Michigan Sports Network, is guests have to hit the app and get minutes for how long they're going to be on air, just like you do at some parking meters. So that's pretty cool. That's good. I'm glad we're we're economic, we're efficient, we're financially responsible. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Uh, all right. So uh, we'll get to the Lions in a moment, but I want to start with Michigan-Alabama on Monday. Tell me why you like Michigan to win this game. Uh, I like Michigan to win this game if it is possible for them to go back in time and play as if they, you know, like they did against Ohio State. I think that, you know, this isn't the Alabama of old. I think that, you know, it's very difficult to shake narratives from time to time when we start to think about Alabama and Nick Saban uh, like they were a couple years ago. Their quarterback is not the same. They don't have the same deep ball threats. You know, it's not like Jalen Waddles back there with Devontae Smith and Henry Ruggs. It's a little bit different right now uh, for Alabama. So I really like Michigan's chances defending the pass if they can generate uh, the pass rush that has been so good for them, you know, throughout the course of the Big Ten season. I mean, there's a reason why uh, this team had the the statistical data that they had to back them up. And really, you know, they got up to the quarterback with their front seven. And it's not a usual front seven like we're used to seeing where they have some big-name guys uh, like a, a David Ajabo or like a, uh, you know, Aiden Hutchinson, for example. This is much more uh, by committee, right? And I think that that actually really helps this team. I think when you look at a guy – like a Mike Sainer still in the back end, Rod Moore, some of these guys that have been around for a while. I think Michigan's experience really helps them. And for the love of God, I hope we run some sort of play action at some point in this game against Alabama because they haven't done it really at all this season. If they can get effective with the play action game, if they can get J.J. McCarthy out in space using his mobility to, to throw the football down the field, I think they got a really good chance. Anthony Bellino, he hosts X's and Bros, heard weekday mornings at 6 a.m. on the Michigan Sports Network and many of these uh, huge radio network uh, affiliates. Yeah, I think J.J. needs a big game and contain the edge on Milrow, and Michigan has a great shot 
uh, to leave with a victory because Vegas, DraftKings, Sportsbook app, big board, one-point game. It's basically coin flip. Uh, who who gets the breaks? Who gets a big turnover, punt return, kick return, and a big penalty? I mean, it, I, again, I'm not rolling out every cliche I can, but it, 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 it has that huge game feel where you don't know what's going to happen. It really does. And, you know, for the most part, Michigan has stayed pretty mistake-free uh, football, right? They, that's what they've played basically all year long. We've had, you know, a couple fumbles, and J.J. McCarthy has the bad game against Bowling Green where he was just trying some things out and throwing the football down the field in windows he shouldn't have been. But I thought that they're much improved. Now, if the Michigan team that shows up against Iowa shows up against Alabama, they could find themselves in some trouble. Alabama does have, you know, three guys that are projected to go in the first round. Two of those play on the defensive side. The other one is an offensive tackle. So they've got, you know, this typical SEC, you know, the, the talent pool is loaded. There's a reason Alabama recruits the way that they do. And there's a reason they produce the amount of pros that they do is because they have talent on this team. It's just a little bit younger. It's a little bit more inexperienced than what we're used to seeing with Nick Saban and the Tide. So if Michigan plays uh, mistake-free football, and, and they can get that run game going, I, I like them. If they show up like they did against Iowa, where the run game didn't really work, uh, you know, they, they took them a big play on special teams, the punt return by the young freshman, Samaj Morgan. I would love to see him get the football in space. I think that he has an incredible future ahead of him. If they can do something like that, they got a good chance. If they get stymied in the run game, though, they don't really have that deep ball threat. I think they can get over the top and kind of uncork this Alabama defense. So it's going to be, uh, it's definitely going to be by committee, which is per usual for Michigan football. But establishing that ground game is going to be key, and they're going to have their hands full. You know, if Michigan's offensive line can win that line of scrimmage against Bama's, uh, you know, front seven, I think that's the matchup of the game because I have a lot of faith in JJ. I think JJ McCarthy is going to be fine. I think when you look back to last year's college football playoff, if they don't dig themselves a hole. Uh, and try to get cued at fourth and goal, have some turnovers there. He led them back and put a ton of points on the board. The defense just couldn't seem to get a stop. So I have all the confidence and faith in the world in J.J. McCarthy throwing the football. Can that offensive line withstand what Alabama's going to bring? That is the big question. Anthony Bellino from X's and Bros joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line here in the huge shell across Michigan talking about Michigan Alabama. He'll be out there with the Alumni Association hosting events and enjoying that game, getting some well-deserved downtime as much as hosting events is downtime. Also, Anthony is the face and voice uh, inside Ford Field, Lions home football games. You see them uh, before and during the game and after the game uh, on the big screens, and you hear his voice. Uh, the Lions clinching the NFC North, uh, toughest game of the year, I think, at uh, Dallas, who's been unbelievable at home. Uh, what about Saturday night, and how will the Lions finish this season? I think the Lions have a lot to play for, and I, I know some people are kind of satisfied with that NFC North. I mean, they still have an opportunity mathematically to jump up into the one seed uh, and to be able to get that by in the first week of the playoffs. And some people don't like that. I actually love it. Uh, you know, you're going to get a San Francisco game against L.A. in the Rams at the end of the year. The Rams are going to be playing for their playoff lives. So that's going to be, you know, there, there's a lot there. I love what the Lions have been able to do. It also starts up front for them. You look at Frank Ragnow, Panay Sewell, Jonah Jackson, you know, those guys, you can't talk enough about them. And the job that Brad Holmes has done, I mean, you talk about a, a next-man-up mentality here. Fonsu Melanfonwu coming in for Tracy Walker, who was coming in to replace C.D. Deuce there. I mean, 
Melvin Fonu hasn't even been healthy uh, since he's been a professional, but here he is, you know, doing, you know, his number gets called. He's doing the best job uh, that he can in order to, you know, kind of secure his place and really show you what he can offer you. And that's one of the things I've been really looking forward to seeing with him in particular because he is such a unique frame. You know, he's a huge guy. He's like 6'2, 215 pounds. He's a massive safety, a little small for a linebacker, a little big for a DB. So when they do get CD Deuce back, and when they do get James Houston back, who his clock has started, they're starting to get those reinforcements. And Brad Holmes has done such a magnificent job of being able to build depth that they've been able to withstand these injuries that they've faced all season long. And, of course, you know, Amon Ross St. Brown, that guy, what a gem he was. What was he, a fourth-round pick, third-round pick? Like, I mean, an absolute steal. And I think that what that does is that gives you a lot of faith in the ability for this, uh, this front office and this group as a whole to be able to go out there and be able – to draft people accordingly so that they can, you know, kind of build their roster, you know, through the draft. Cause that's what you need to be able to do. They've done that thus far, very pleased with what they've done. And, uh, you know, as a lions fan, you know, for, for all of us, for a majority of our lives, like this is uh, it's a very special time. And it's a historical time as well. I don't think that people really understand that, you know, winning double digit games is something that's only happened 10 times in Lions history. The franchise has been around for 90 years. So no matter what takes place and what happens next, winning 11 games is something that's only happened four times. If they win on Saturday, that'll give them 12 wins. That's only happened one other time. We're talking about franchise records here, people. So I just hope that folks understand, you know, kind of how special this season uh, has been and look forward to bringing a very ruckus crowd inside of Ford Field. That place is going to be nuts for the first postseason game there. I cannot wait. That is going to be special. Anthony Bellino obviously pumped up between uh, his connections to Michigan and the Lions. It's like the perfect uh, fall, and it's not over yet, and their biggest games are in front of them. Anthony, safe trip out to California. We'll talk soon. Okay, my man? All right, thank you. I appreciate you, my friend. Thank you. Yeah, Anthony Bellino, and happy holidays to the Bellino family and everybody down at Danny's Fine Foods in Monroe in Southeast Michigan.